Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons Jeff and Paige Orton and Joshua and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Angel Nablah, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Mark Twain, filled with guests traveling down the rivers of America past Cascade Peak. On the back it reads, Mark Twain, Rivers of America, homeward bound from a trip down the frontier rivers of America, the sternwheeler Mark Twain churns by the thundering falls of Cascade Mountain. It's postmarked January 11, 1975, with the U.S. Postal Service cancel, and a 10-cent, Courier and Ives, Couple in a Horse-Drawn Sled, Christmas Postage Stamp, Scott Number 1551. I assume they visit the park on Saturday, January 11, 1975, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 71 and a low of 39. It is addressed to a Miss Claire Harris of Los Angeles, California. It reads... 1-11-75. Dear Claire, climb every mountain, forward every stream, follow every rainbow, till you find your dream. We'll try these next time we're down there. Congrats on the RW Acapella Group. See you soon. Have fun. Love, Mom and Dad. Although Mom and Dad were at the park in 1975, they were a few months early for one of the largest parades in Disneyland history. America on Parade debuted on June 14, 1975, and when all the floats were present, the parade could stretch from It's a Small World all the way down to Town Square on Main Street. Most of the floats were duplicated as this parade was performed on both coasts simultaneously. There were floats which were used by Disneyland for their 20th anniversary in 1975, which were shipped to Florida for their 5th anniversary in 1976. The parade was built to celebrate the USA's bicentennial and temporarily replace the Main Street Electrical Parade. But, as we know, the Main Street Electrical Parade would come back again and again and again. Looking at the 1975 summer map of Disneyland, I learned that the parade was a day and nighttime parade, performing at 3 p.m. and 10 p.m. I have conflicting information about the parade and the fireworks. According to the book published about the parade, titled Disney's America on Parade by David Jacobs, the night performances would conclude with fireworks. The 1975 and 1976 summer Disneyland maps both mentioned that the Fantasy in the Sky fireworks show started at 9 p.m., with the parade following at 10 p.m. In any case, the later performance of the parade only happened during peak seasons and holidays.
Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. front of our next postcard has Snow White and the Seven Dwarves standing in front of the monorail track. In the background, you can see the Tomorrowland monorail station, and behind the characters is the fence that transitions from Fantasyland to Tomorrowland. On the back it reads, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, in the happiest land of them all, Fantasyland. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves take time off from their work in the diamond mine to meet new friends. It's postmarked May 16, 1975, with the U.S. Postal Service cancel, and a 10-cent We Hold These Truths Jefferson Memorial postage stamp, Scott number 1510. I assume they visit the park on Friday, May 16, 1975, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 72 and a low of 55. It's addressed to Claire Harris of Los Angeles, California. It reads, 5-16-75, latest family patrons. I'm not sure which one I am. I lost my glasses. Not really, regarding glasses. Weather is a new bearable level. In fact, nice. Tomorrow, meeting in Stockton, and so goes the week. Love, Mom and Dad. As we continue with this series of postcards to and from this one family, we have arrived at the father's postcard sent to his daughter while in college. As mentioned in a previous episode, this is Dr. Harris, who has the handwriting and shorthand of a doctor, so I'm doing my best to decipher the handwriting for the next episodes. I might reach out on Instagram to see if anyone wants to help with this process. Getting back to America on Parade, not only was a book produced about the parade, but there were also a series of seven jumbo postcards, which were all made with images of the floats. Looking at the Nickel Tour book, they described them as hard to find, likely as they were oversized and unlikely to be sent from the park, collectible, and available for less than two years between 1975 and 1976. The images chosen are from both the day and night performances and include a variety of floats and locations along the parade route. The book also mentions some stats on the parade, including the 30 floats, 300 cast members, and 35 minutes it took to watch. Some stats mentioned in the introduction of the America on Parade book include that the parade will be performed both at Disneyland and at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World for a total of 1,200 times and for about 25 million guests. Parade in total was around three quarters of a mile and included a marching band. The marching bands would be chosen from high schools around the country. During the 50-month run of the parade, each week the band would be from a different state, highlighting all 50 states by the end of the parade's run. This is just one episode about America on Parade. There is so much history about this parade, I'll be doing more episodes focusing on it in the future. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. 
The front of my incoming postcard has Mickey Mouse using an old pay telephone with a speech bubble above reading, How you doing? Are you up for some fun? It's postmarked November 14th, 2022 with a New York, New York cancel and two postage stamps, a 32 cent antique automobile 1901 white stamp and a 13 cent 50th anniversary solo transatlantic flight stamp. It's got numbers 3023 and 1710 respectively. It reads, November 13th, 2022. Hi, Clocky. You may have answered this before, but have you visited other Disney parks? I looked it up and there's one in Japan, France, and Hong Kong. Oh, and Shanghai. Happy travels. Sticker on front from Daiso, Lisa, LuluVision. Thank you so much for the postcard, Lisa. I probably have answered this question before, but I'm always happy to answer this question again. I was cleaning up my Disney office and podcast studio when I found your card. I have been to both domestic parks, Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Plus, I visited Shanghai Disneyland seven years ago during my honeymoon. Currently, I'm getting Facebook memory reminders of the live videos my wife and I did on most mornings to say hello to the other side of the world. Most of the time, we would go live when it was around 4 p.m. on the West Coast. Recently, I've had some friends visiting the Tokyo parks. It was great getting photos of the Tokyo Disneyland mailboxes from Mr. Daps from Daps Magic and Adina from the Dizzy Rewind podcast. Their photos and adventures make me want to check out Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be helpful to share your favorite episode to a friend or on social media. There are over 200 to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. <laughs>